Welcome to the Write Good Books podcast, the audio companion to writegoodbooks.com with your host, Jason Bogart. And welcome back to the podcast in 2019. I'm so happy to be back, and I hope you are too. I am so <laughs> happy. No. It's exciting. <laughs> That's, it's good to be back yeah. in the same room recording. Yeah, again. do you have a good New Year's? It was all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a good time. I got to finally went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and I've been looking forward to that in a long time. The above comments were not paid for, or <laughs> but they, they should be. <laughs> they should be. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and and uh, I was going to try to use that as a segue into our topic, but I can't come up with a creative way to do it, so I'll just go straight into our topic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which should be oh, and I didn't even introduce our our co-host. Scott is here. Scott Michael Childers. Hi, I'm a professional interrupter. <laughs> and I'm a professional out-of-practicer. <laughs> okay, so, um, to be serious, our topic this week, we'll look at the at historical fiction and alternate history and kind of what makes them tick, how they're the same, how they're different, how to write them. And Scott, you've written a lot more of this type of stuff than I, so I'll let you start, put you on the spot. Okay. So I get, let's start with definitions. That's a great place to start. We'll start with defi- defining these terms, at least for our discussion today. Mm-hmm. So historical fiction. It is what it sounds like. Fiction tales that take place within a historical time frame. And by that, I mean, when you are writing it, you are writing about a point in history. It's, so to interrupt you, it's not, say, you lived in the 1800s, you wrote a book about your present time, and then we're reading it now. We're not reading historical fiction at that point. Right, right. It is someone have it, to write in the past. Exactly. That That's at least the definition mm-hmm. we're using for today to describe that genre. It, so, yeah, it's not, this was written in the past about what was then the present day. Mm-hmm. So that is historical fiction. Then people say, well, what about alternate history? Well, okay, it's also about a time in the past But here's the main difference. Historical fiction, everything happens about as how it actually happened, right? The the editions of the author are tucked in to places that does not change the path of time, the historical events. Alternate history takes a moment in time and says, what if something different happened here? I'm looking at a bookshelf here, and on that shelf is... Uh, a book called The Impeachment of Abraham Lincoln. The what if is, what if Abraham Lincoln survived the assassination attempt at Ford Theater? From there, it's not actually history. However, it's still written as if it was historical. So there's not a major, all of a sudden, change of culture. There's not a sudden change of language all of a sudden. So from that what if point, it's still written as if it was that time, changes happen, of course, but other things that aren't affected by that what if stay the same. Right. So. Harry, Harry Turtledove wrote uh, a series called World War, which was Nazis and America, or allied, uh, the good guys and the bad guys had to team <laughs> up to stop uh, aliens invaded during World War II. Okay. Now, now, and, uh, but here's that's a bit extreme, but. And here, that brings up a good mm-hmm. point. Historical fiction does not include things that didn't happen, mm-hmm. but alternate history possibly could. 
you could have an alternate history with a sci- sci-fi mm-hmm. bent. So that brings up a, a good point that while historical fiction, whether or not you believe in aliens, I'm not going to judge. But generally, there's no... They're real. <laughs> but generally, it is it stays that historical fiction from point A to point Z, and it stays on that straight path. Now, alternate history could easily add in more sci-fi, paranormal, mm-hmm. other types of events as that what if. And so alternate history, you could have some shelved in sci-fi, some in general literature, you could have some in romance. So alternate history does not have to read exactly like a historical fiction. You right. could add all sorts of craziness. Mm-hmm. Generally, though, the more outrageous of those other genres you bring in, the more chance that book is going to be shelved with that genre. Yeah, it'll no longer be alternate history. It'll be more like fiction, science fiction. Or, yeah, or whatever. It, yeah. It, there's a good chance that yeah. if you bring in aliens, mm-hmm. you know, at the time of Lincoln, it'll end up yeah. being in a sci-fi. It's one thing for him to become a vampire hunter, and it's another for him to survive his assassination. Right, right. Yeah. So, And there's some folks that don't recognize alternate histories as its own genre. Okay. They do put it in literature uh-huh. or sci-fi or paranormal yeah. or whatever. Well, you know, and in that case, it'd be more of a subgenre of yes, yeah. So it'd be and some would some people would take steampunk mm-hmm. if you don't create a new world for it. Mm-hmm. Some people will put steampunk as alternate history. Some will put other like diesel punk or yeah. or whatever other punks silk punk. They'll they'll throw that in. It just general alternate history or a sci-fi, or they say steampunk is its own genre. I'm not going to split hairs on that, especially not today. All right. Uh, so, but it is a flexible type of thing as opposed to historical fiction, which is we're following this path mm-hmm. that's already kind of set. So, historical fiction, you may look at minor characters or, or imaginary characters, I guess, for better. Yeah. History does not change through historical fiction. Alternate history, it does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, the the level of importance of a character within historical fiction, the more you pick a more famous person, the more likely people may not actually see it as historical fiction. They may see it as alternate history because maybe they have some inkling about what this famous person did versus... Mm -hmm another so where would you say something like oh to to show my age quantum leap or something like that where you know your fictional characters cause the events of real history to happen okay let's take away the sci-fi part of how how the character gets into the body of the bad example maybe but but if we strip that part away there is a term called i think it's called secret history Okay. That kind of depending on who you talk to, mm-hmm. they'll say it's either historical fiction or it's alternate. But it's like, well, you know what everyone else has been taught, but here's the real story of how that happened. Yeah. So there is that kind of a an approach to things. Mm-hmm. The this the behind the scenes, or you know, Lincoln is still alive. It was just a decoy, yeah. and that that he changed his name. So there's kind of that straddling of a middle ground. Right. It, it's and, and those type of stories usually aren't trying to say it's historical fiction. Some some will, but generally they tend to lean towards 
alternate history. Mm-hmm. But again, it kind of depends how much of that secret is actually there. How much of that, here's the story you don't know about this very famous character. Right. Um, and also how much of it is actually kind of shoehorned in to make the story work mm-hmm. that may not be historically accurate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, I tend to consider that type of story alternate history, but I'm not super sold on that. And depending on the story, someone could say, well, it fits everything. It could be historical fiction. And I might be inclined to agree depending yeah. on how they wrote it and the approach they took. So is historical fiction, is that the same thing as kind of just writing in a timepiece? So like the, the setting is in yeah, the past? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's not... I guess, does it need absolute references to famous historical events, or does it just need to take place in the past? Well, you need to have some some point of reference, yeah. you know, and are, are, or are you asking the, the famous stuff that we know are yeah. set dressing? Right. It is, I, I would consider those <laughs> historical fiction as well, because, again author writing about events that happened in the past, mm-hmm. or the setting is in the past. Well, say you're, say you're writing a story that takes place during the Civil War, and the Civil War is just kind of there as a backdrop. Is that historical fiction, or are you just writing a story that took place I, I, back then? I would consider that historical that fiction. Historical fiction. But it, we're splitting hairs here. Those, those terms would be synonymous, oh, I think. You know, that's true, and it really, yeah, a publisher isn't going to care. If someone was going to make mm-hmm. a difference... How much of the setting impacts the story? Yeah. If it's a major influence on what's going on, definitely historical fiction. Yeah. If it's just window dressing, yeah, maybe you, you would use the other term, yeah. set piece or, or something. I wonder. But for me, it, they're pretty much, you know, that that's really split the hairs in, in my mind. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right there. And then alternate history. Alternate history is kind of fun, but it seems like it always... Like right now, what's the big, uh, the man in the high castle on Amazon? Is that? Is that an Amazon or a Netflix project? It's Amazon. Okay. Yeah, man in the high castle. Yeah. Um, Well, if we're talking strictly about the show, Mm -hmm. alternate history, right? Now, that's one of the the Philip K. Dick stories I have not read yet. As you can see, though, I mean, a lot of people think of that as some sort of sci-fi. And there are elements of it that really kind of are because you get... I don't want to spoil stuff, but there are bits and pieces that really have a strong sci-fi thing. And so whether it's alternate history or not, um, that's not the selling point. Because, again, Philip K. Dick is the author, known for sci-fi types of of stories, so that's what we're going to sell it as. But looking back at our history today, there's one of those examples that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. where that what-if can introduce a whole lot of other options And you're not tied to, they didn't have that technology, they didn't do this. So that opens up some windows to add other elements and make it a, it's not strictly alternate history, but it adds a certain interest to to certain readers, yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you have for someone writing? Well, for either of these. Yeah, either. Research. Research. Lots of research. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, the highlights of, of history. Mm-hmm. Research the type of clothing, mm-hmm. the type of speech, the cultures in the area that you are writing about. 
Oh. Things like gender roles, the way the way people talk to each other, the way they interact with strangers. Absolutely. Just all of that. You know, and, and, you know, even simple things like shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, you would go into a store and ask the clerk to get stuff, and all the items would be behind the counter, and they would pull stuff off the shelves behind the counter and bring them to you. You would not pick stuff up off, off the shelves yourself. It was the shopkeeper's duty. And... The banks, they had cash in the vaults. <laughs> Whatever the net worth of the bank, it was in the vaults. Now, a lot of it may not be in the vaults. It's more kept in accounting, right? So things have, things change in commerce and transportation. Yeah. You know, it was a big deal in 1914 when the county mail carrier bought a car. That was front page news in the local newspaper. Because now, instead of taking all day to, to do one route on the, I don't can't remember if it was the mule or the horse he was using, it's done in half a day or whatever, you know? Yeah, little details like that really bring the story to life. Just like all stories, you know, the characters matter so much, too. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a stereotypical 50s dad if you're telling a stereotypical 50s story. I think it's also important to, when you're doing the research, to make sure that the story hasn't been overdone. I mean, how many... You think alternate history, you think Nazis won World War II, the Confederates won the Civil War. Yeah, it's, it's like there's a couple of tropes that mm-hmm. so many people seem to go back to. Yeah, and you picked uh, two of the biggest ones that come mm-hmm. to mind right away. It's what if World War II had ended differently or in the U.S. if the Civil War had changed differently. But then there's other areas that are just rich with possibilities like uh, French Revolution. You know, what, what if... Uh, the counter-revolution never happened. Or what if the original revolution failed? I take a recent event. What if the uh, September 11th attacks would have been stopped? Yeah. You know, there's so many what-if. Yeah, they say science fiction is what-if, but really, <laughs> well, all in history. And we mentioned some big events. Mm-hmm. You can have a what-if about small events if you're really trying to do a character piece. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what if... Let's say the Yankees did win a, a certain World Series. Yeah. There there are still lots of families, mm-hmm. the, the owners and the players and the fans. What would happen if the Yankees never started their, their massive dominance in baseball? So, and, and you, you focus on the historical bits of, say, a World Series game, and then go from there. Or, you know, what if someone chose to settle in west of the Rockies as opposed to east of the Rockies. You know, there's, there's all sorts of places in history where things could diverge. And with a little research, you might be able to find that spot reading it. It's like, what if that fire never happened? What if, what if you know, Gary died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail? Lots of people <laughs> died of dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, but again, either side, you're, you need to research what actually happened. And then with alternate history, what would be the attitudes, what would be the culture if something did change? Mm-hmm. Go back to Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. When he died, they were looking to impeach. There were people who did not want certain things to happen in the country. And this was after the Civil War ended. So you have to get that culture, the attitudes of certain people if you're going to bring them up a set dress, hey, what did this congressman say? What did that senator say? What would have been the attitude of people in this city versus that city? 
So even doing alternate history, you can't just make up stuff right. wholesale. You still have to have kind of that same intent and feelings. Mm -hmm. People can change their minds, but you have to show why they're changing their minds. So yeah, research is going to be yeah. key. For and I those. would think from a practical point of view, it gets more difficult the farther back in time you go. It can't, yeah. But then again, for certain stretches of time in certain areas, mm -hmm. what happened the span of 10 years is not going to change things. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, if we look at, say, let's say 1990 to 2000, whole lot of tech change in that point. There's been some major shifts in attitudes towards certain social things. But then again, there's so many more people. So you get so many more points of view and so many ways to share that point of view. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. There are, there's going to be some points in history where you change one thing and it could take a long time for the effects to be felt. Mm -hmm. And now things change so fast we can't even keep up. That is true. <laughs> it goes back to before we started recording, we were trying to catch up on certain things. Like, what? When did that happen? Yeah. Uh, and the older you get, the faster they go. I think it's because percent-wise, things take a smaller percent of your life. Yeah. So you don't remember. That could be too. I don't know. Or I just have so many kids, I'm losing brain cells by the second. That could be as well. <laughs> so on that note, I hope you're having a good 2019. I hope you set some goals. I hope you set some goals. I I, I hope you, you researched 1919. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I think we're at a good place. We'll, um, we'll give a spill about supporting us because we love to have support. You can check us out at patreon.com slash theme. Theme of absence. You can check us out there too, but <laughs> patreon.com slash write good books. Do I need to write a piece for that now? <laughs> I guess. Yes, you do. Well overdue. And uh, writegoodbooks.com slash podcast for our archives and leave us some feedback there as well. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. We'll see you in the history books. Bye.